This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. Well, hey there, profitable PR pros. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited for you to listen in on this chat today with Lindsay Walker. Um, she is awesome. She is so incredibly inspiring. And I'm going to let you uh, learn about her business and her journey from her. Um, I'm just, we just finished recording the show and I'm honestly just feeling like on such a high, um, for her and, you know, what she's been able to overcome and the success that she's found in her business. So, um, listen in, if you want to be inspired yourself, she has some really good actionable advice and, um, great takeaways that'll leave you also feeling inspired. And, if you are so inclined, I just wanted to ask for your support with our show. Please uh, rate the show if you're enjoying it. Uh, write a review if you have found it helpful or let us know um, what you're enjoying about the Pitching Powerhouse show. Any little bit of support that you can show us really helps us and it will also help other people find us so that they can be inspired and uplifted by pros like Lindsay sharing their story. So I'm not going <clears> to, <throat> excuse me, I'm not going to make you wait any longer. Listen in to my chat with Lindsay Walker and enjoy today's episode. Thanks so much. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm so excited for you to share your story with the listeners of our show and Really appreciate your time today. Can you tell us a bit about yourself? Of course, I just introduced you, but I'd love to hear from you about your business, where you're located, and just kind of fill us in on what we need to know. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Lindsay Walker. I am the CEO and lead publicist of Walker and Associates Media Group. We are currently based um, in St. Louis and all around the world. Uh, we mainly work with clients who are in the beauty, beverage, and business spaces. And I'm super excited to be here. Awesome. I love alliteration. Of course, all of us PR pros love it. So beauty, beverage, and you said business? Business. Yes. business. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I love um, those niches. And i just curious if you see a lot of crossover between them or if it's kind of like um, different media contacts, different um, kind of expertise that you have to hone for each of those niches? Or do you find that there's some useful crossover? Um, there's definitely crossover at times, depending on, you know, who we're kind of pitching. So one of our beverage clients or spirits industry clients, we could pitch for like a beauty sector. Um, so it really, you know, just depends. But all in all, there's definitely always some synergy and crossover. Yeah. And at, at a minimum, I would assume these are niches you picked because they interest you personally and they are exciting yeah. to you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, those are cool. And of course, I love the alliteration and it just rolls off the tongue when you're you're sharing more about Walker and Associates and what you yes. guys focus on. 
Um, so you started your agency right after graduating college. So you were like 22 years old. Yes, Can yes. you talk a little bit about running a business and making a big leap like that at such a young age and kind of what you experienced and, you know, some of the maybe challenges that you faced? Yeah, you know what? It's so interesting. I didn't even think about it from the standpoint of it being like a big leap at the time. All I knew was that I loved PR. I wanted to work in the industry. I'd done like a ton of internships. I came back home to St. Louis and I could not find a job like in the industry working for a firm. Like I always had this big vision of like working for this firm. It was going to be awesome. It was going to be amazing. Literally, I know that I would be creating it three months after graduation just to kind of create space for myself to really make an income and not only make an income, but it was important for me to make an income doing what I loved, working mm -hmm. in, in PR. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's almost like a like a reaction to having challenges finding a job at a firm. And so instead of shifting your dream and moving on or doing something else, you kind of went full, <laughs> full, full on um, head first and said, well, if I can't get a job at an agency, I'm going to do it myself. Absolutely. Uh, and that's incredibly brave, um, but also obviously really scary. So, I mean, did you, you know, how did you find that confidence um, and, you know, did you struggle? Like, I know that I personally really struggled when I switched from being an attorney to starting my PR firm. It was a bit of imposter syndrome feeling like, why would anyone hire a lawyer to do their PR, right? Like, who yeah. am I to have a PR firm? I would imagine maybe this is just an assumption that isn't accurate, but probably feeling a little bit about, um, you know, that confidence maybe was challenged at times because you were so young or so fresh out of school. Um, you know, like, how did you find that confidence, regardless of being fresh and new and not having agency experience, or maybe feeling like you had to earn respect? And, you know, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, definitely. My confidence was challenged. Um, my skill set was challenged. Um, I used to not tell people how old, you know, I was because I didn't want them to look at me and say like, oh, you're a baby or like, oh, you just graduated. Like you'd be surprised, like ageism on both sides of the coin is a fair thing. And um, honestly, I picked up my confidence along the way. Like I just figured it out. I just... I knew that I could get press. I knew that I knew how mm -hmm. to do the fundamentals, write a press release, connect with media. So I just kind of picked up the confidence along the way. And definitely, but in the beginning, uh, people absolutely would challenge me and make it mm -hmm. seem like I didn't know what I was doing, even when I would try to go and look for mentors and you know things of that nature. It was just always like this, the, the, the push-pull um, type of thing. So absolutely. But I just learned to become confident, like just along the way. I love that. That's that's really great, solid advice. Um, and you lived it and experienced it. It's those small wins. It's overcoming, you know, doubt, 
in every encounter or whatever small things you experience on a, a daily or kind of ongoing basis and moving forward past it and earning respect, bless you, <laughs> earning respect um, based on the results you get or the connections you're making and yeah. allowing yourself, it's to me, allowing yourself those small wins, you're celebrating them and having it become part of your um, your confidence, your identity that look at that. I overcame that. I did that thing. And you're allowing yourself to acknowledge the progress you're making along the way. And it's building yeah. you up stronger as you go. Um, I think that's really, really helpful advice for people who might be kind of struggling with, you know, we think it's a destination. We think we have to get somewhere and exactly. arrive somewhere and achieve something big in order to say, okay, now I'm confident or now I, I'm uh, supposed to be here. But you're yeah. saying allow yourself to build confidence every single day because each win you get makes you stronger. 100%. Like I could not have said that better because so many times, like you said, we wait for the destination. We wait for the yeah. one thing. We wait for that one placement to, you know, solidify us as an expert or to make us credible when the mm -hmm. reality of it is you're already credible. You're doing the work. You're going in the trenches. You're doing the things. And so it's already there. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. I love that point. And your journey has been really unique in, um, kind of arriving to where we are today. And I know you faced a lot of really overwhelming obstacles, some that I think a lot of people might not even find the strength to get past. So um, would you share a little bit about your personal journey in PR and in life and the challenges that you've faced? Yeah, so I definitely was hit with a major, major challenge um, and what some may consider like a major blow, probably around year five, year six. Um, yeah, around year six of me having my PR firm um, at the age of 27, I was diagnosed with stage four cancer, um, Hodgkin's lymphoma, to be specific, and I had to go through six months of chemotherapy during that time, and it was really, really a, a pivotal moment in time in my life and in my career, um, and really a, a, a time where I got to see another side of myself that I didn't even know was there, mm. um, you know, going through chemotherapy, I would not wish it on my worst enemy if I had one. Um, it, it's just really, really a road that's almost indescribable unless like someone's been through it themselves. Um, just a lot of different twists and turns, you know, from the hair loss, which we see grew back, right? But yes. the, the hair yes. loss and like all of those things. So that was really challenging because I never imagined being diagnosed, um, you know, with something like cancer. And I never imagined being diagnosed and going through six months of chemotherapy while running a PR agency, um, you know, because people ask me all the time, well, did you stop working? What did that look like? No, I never mm. stopped working. We had clients on roster. We mm -hmm. were getting things done. Um, mm -hmm. I was working 
as much as my body would allow me to work. So if I felt like I got a spurt of energy, I would work then. If I felt like, hey, you're tired, you need to not work, I would take a break. Um, but this is also when I began to understand the importance of transitioning from being just a solopreneur to actually building out a team and why that's important. Mm -hmm. So I would imagine the team really helps support you through your treatment and your recovery and um, sort of uh, backfilled you and supported you while you felt your maybe worst and weakest and then were there to um, almost mentally, I would imagine, too, knowing that your clients were taken care of, even if you weren't the one who was able to do it. Um, it really it really does highlight the importance of a team. I experienced that, too, when I had my sons you know, just feeling like I too wanted to continue working, but I wasn't 100%. I mean, certainly not at all to the extent of what you experienced, but just having that team in place probably gave you the peace of mind to focus on your health when you needed to do that and get your body strong and get your, you know, yourself on the other side of that diagnosis yeah. and get, you know, get strong again. And so the team, um, you know, how did you build the team? Did you have it set up before you started treatment or did you see it as a need before you went into battle? Yeah, no. So, and I love the way you put that. Um, but no, I didn't have anything set up at all prior to treatment. Um, I would hire people based on like projects that we had. So mm -hmm. if we had like an event or an activation or a screening, that was when I would say, okay, well, you know, we have an activation in this city, this city, and this city. Where are my PR people? You know, I want to bring you guys on board. Um, but I did not actually have a structure in place until I was already like, shoot, now I do really need a team because I can't do all of this with the situation happening. So I was able to pull in one of uh, my PR colleagues and I also pulled in another um, person that was really instrumental. So they kind of taught me, like I learned through going through the diagnosis process, like, hey, this is why people have been telling you, you know, coaches and different people like that have been telling you, you need a team, you can't just do it all. Because what happens is for the those of us that um, are solopreneurs or, or, or are transitioning out of that, we tend to think like, I'm superwoman. I can do it all. Mm -hmm. I don't need anybody to write this press release. I don't need anybody to pitch for me. I got this. And it's that I got this mentality that sometimes will burn you all the way out. <laughs> and I was no longer given the luxury of having that mentality because my back was up against the wall, like you said, preparing for battle in so many different ways. I could not have possibly like done all the things and then also from a client perspective it really kind of gave me more um insight on what my vetting process should look like mm. because now if as a client you don't have any empathy for just human consideration mm. or self-care we cannot work together like jen i was literally i remember right before my biopsy being in the hospital answering emails on the phone and everybody's looking at me like girl like do you not realize where you are mm -hmm. you know what i mean so that caused me to just shift my entire mindset on who 
I really want to work with not from just an industry perspective, mm -hmm. but from a personality perspective um, and just from a, a human perspective. Yeah, that is such a good point. Um, and I would imagine, you know, we teach that a lot. It's like, how do you want your business to feel? How do you want your business to support the life that you want to have? And you had no choice. You were in this and you had to create a business that would, you know, eliminate the stress in your life so that you exactly. can dedicate that energy to fighting your cancer and um, clients that that's interesting, you know, if clients don't have that empathy and they don't give you that space and it's all about them and it's not about you, like you can continue your agency and associates can help yes. keep it going. And if the clients um, don't, give you that level of support it's creating an environment that is not healthy for you and you saw that and you knew how important that was so you made that shift and i would imagine that has been a lasting shift so how has that yeah. felt and how has that changed how your business feels for you on a daily basis yes it feels you know just amazing knowing that we're building this infrastructure um, that we're putting together the pieces that we need to really truly build a legacy um, and having more sustainability than what we've had previously um, you know for for years to come because in the beginning I wasn't thinking about where I would be five to ten years right I was just trying to make it the first year and a half right. the first three years right and so now I'm able to see okay, this is where we are. This is what we need to get to the scale. You know, this is what's possible with the team. And it's made such a difference in my life. And honestly, now it's also caused me to just kind of release some things and some other mindsets and other aspects of my life. Because like you said, how do we want to build our lifestyle around our businesses and not the other way around? So now when it comes to hiring someone to help me clean the house or do the things, I'm like, oh, this isn't me being a certain type of way. It's what's required for me to sustain the energy and the mindset that I need to properly produce at the level that I want to produce and operating at my highest level of productivity, you know, and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are certainly things that are a much better use of your time and your mental bandwidth and your energy. And I have come to look at my business and my life in that way through that lens of time, um, especially now that I have kids. It's like, you know, is this hour that I'm going to spend, you know, cleaning my house on a Saturday that's going to be exhausting. Would I rather spend that hour going on a bike ride with my kids? Well, that is if they would go with me. <laughs> but when it comes to the business too, it's like, am I going to spend this 10 hours to try to figure out how to design my own website that's going to be mediocre? Or am I going to pay somebody probably a lot less? Because if I value my time at $250, $500 an hour, you know, $5,000 for 10 hours, I could pay someone $5,000 to get a much, much nicer outcome. And you're seeing that yeah. in your own business. It's like energy is finite and time is finite. So how do you allocate your time? And if it, it it's a trade-off of time for money, 
I'd rather pay somebody to get it done and, um, you know, have that time to myself to, you know, do something more enjoyable or get something more um, important done in the business. So that's a, a huge realization. And it, it's a big, big shift that you, I'm going to go back to something you said about being superwoman, right? We think we're superwoman and we have to do it all. But I think that part of being this superwoman is admitting you need help, asking for yeah. help. That's the shift that I've made is like, no, I cannot do this all myself. So I have to bring in people to support me. And that means accepting that I'm asking for help. And to me, that's like a superpower now. <laughs> yes, I love how you put that. It absolutely is because it allows so many things like what you mentioned um, being able to properly manage energy, like that's super important. Um, and then too, it also gives other people the opportunity to truly operate in their giftings because yeah. I may not be great at, you know, social or admin or whatever, but you know, someone on my team is. And so it just really just gives us room to thrive because we're all well supported um, in all of our endeavors and we're able to operate from that space. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. You're working in your zone of genius and it makes your exactly. your business and your days just so much more enjoyable. You're doing the things you love and you're out of your drudgery zone and somebody else is loving the things that you despise <laughs> and you let them have exactly. the opportunity to do those things that, you know, it's like Miranda, who's on my team. She is incredible at systems and processes. And I'm just like, my brain scrambles. I don't know. So we really yeah. miss each other really well in that, in that way. And that's a great point you make as you allow somebody to flourish and thrive in their role doing the things that they're great at and you're you're getting the support that you need. Um, Well, let's shift a little bit into um, how you kind of came into our community. So we have this profitable PR pros community and it kind of starts with our Facebook group. How did you um, discover our community and what's your favorite part about being a member of profitably PR pros and and, and in our programs and tell what programs are you in of ours? I, yeah, I, <laughs> I am in pitch lab and I'm also in agency accelerator and oh my gosh, I love them both. Um, actually I was trying to think, I believe I learned about you from Instagram, but it was like a long, long time yes, ago. Yeah. We've been circling <laughs> each other's orbit for a very long time. Yeah. 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 And I just like, just kind of fell in love with you, you know, oh. as, as a person, um, how you just kind of approach things when it comes to PR and what it means to really, again, just operating in your zone of genius. And the fact that you're so genuine and adamant about helping other people win, helping other, you know, publicists win, because it's not just about you, but you're making sure that you're giving the knowledge and the expertise that you have as well. So um, that's what I really, really love about the community. Um, That's how I kind of came across everything. And so when it comes to, you know, Pitch Lab, that was a great asset to us to just really kind of be able to go in there because there was one point where I got stuck. Like, I'm a pretty great, you know, um, publicist and and pitcher, right? Um, But there was one point where I got stuck 
And I was like, oh shoot, like the media is not responding. Like, what do we do? Went into Pitch Lab. You know, I definitely take everything in overdrive. So I think I was done with like majority of Pitch Lab. But um, I went in there, I took a look at the templates, you know, and all the things. I tweaked some stuff. And then next thing I knew, bam, it was over. Like we got the placement. Um, so that was just something that was really stellar, being able to go into this community of publicists that like we're all together. There's no competition. Mm -hmm. There's no, you know, hierarchy. It's just all of us being genuine, coming together as people in a common space over an industry that we love, bouncing ideas off of each other and really um, doing our best to make sure we bring out the best in each other. Isn't it amazing? I mean, I, I, love it. I love it so much. I mean, you summed it up so well. Everybody there is helping each other. Um, we're giving and collaborating. And it's, I mean, it's better than anything I could have ever imagined. It's like what I, I like hoped would happen when we all yeah. came together, but I never imagined how many incredible people would find us all over the world. And benefit from um, the experience and expertise we're sharing. And, you know, I was a little nervous too, that like someone like you would come in and say, you know, I'm really established and I get results and I've been running a business successfully for a long time. You know, I'm going to come in and maybe this is going to be pretty basic or it's going to be stuff I already know. And I am sure there's a ton of that in there for you where you go in and you're like, yeah, I kind of already know that. But it's also like reaffirming, I think, too, to see like, oh, I'm doing it right. Or when you come in and you share what you know how to do and you help other people for a season pro, there's something really gratifying about that, too. Um, yes. So I was, you know, a little nervous for people established coming in to feel like, well, why do I even need this? But I also love hearing you say that you know, I know you're incredible at, at generating ideas and converting and getting incredible, wow-worthy press for your clients, but you just needed a little subtle something, a little different perspective, and it made all the difference. And so there's yeah. more to it than, um, you know, just reassuring what you already know. Even seasoned pros like me, I go in every month and I learn something because I have a team that helps build it. And I'm like, wow, this is really good. Like, this is great. Yeah. So I love hearing you say that you're, you know, getting that out of it too. Cause, um, I know for a while you were kind of considering joining us and you were like, I don't know. And then I don't really know what like tipped the scales to have you join us. And you're also an agency accelerator plus, yeah. um, which is our like mastermind coaching. Um, you know, so what ultimately was the deciding factor for you to come in and say, you know, I'm really going to invest in myself. I'm going to invest in this resource and, you know, go, go for it. You know what? It's so funny that you say that because that actually was, I took myself, I'm like, well, maybe I should. But then I was like, Lindsay, wait a minute. You've been asking yourself this same question for like two years. You won't know what's on the other side of it until you just say yes, make the investment, do what you need to do. Because I know myself when I'm in these types of environments, I'm going to flourish because I'm going to push myself to do so. So I was like, what would it look like mm. if you were to make that investment? 
a year from now. Oh. And honestly, you know, it, it really, really helped so much. Oh, good. Oh my God. I love that. I couldn't say, have said that better myself. What would it look like? Like, and you're the kind of person that I know goes in and you do the work you put in the work, you know, so, so those resources are there for you. You just have to find what you need and implement it when you need it. So you've done that. And then you recently shared something in our community. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. So tell us about like your revenue and what your goal was and yes. where you are. Yeah. So my goal for 2021 um, and it was my goal for 2020 as well, but I didn't hit it then. But the goal for 2021, I'm like, I have to hit six figures. It's time. It's possible. And I set that goal. Uh, and I am very proud and pleased and happy to say that Walker and Associates Media Group has hit that six-figure goal. Um, and even like prior, you know, obviously we are in, you know, middle, almost end of 2021. And I did not think that I would hit it that that quickly, but yes. Oh my God, I'm so happy to hear that. I mean, we're in October, right? And I think you posted yes. this about a month ago too. And you were like, I just signed two clients yes. and I'm, I'm there. I'm right there. And we were yes. so excited for you and the community, the community celebrated that win with you as well. And I mean, that's a huge milestone and I'm so, I'm so pumped for you um, and appreciate you sharing that win with our, you know, with our members so we can all celebrate and that, and it just shows other people kind of what's possible for them. And, you know, which I love. It's like you're an example of overcoming, you know, huge adversity, very um, limited energy and time and bandwidth, and you have been thriving. And um, I just, I always followed along as you were going through your treatment, but it just like, seemed like you just came when your treatment was over, you were just like, I am here. I am. I've never, I never went away, but I am like extra, extra here now. And, you know, yeah. and I'm going for it with my business. And it's been so awesome. Like I said, we've been kind of um, aligned for a while and following each other on social media and connecting and cheering each other along. And um, just to see you come back with that level of energy and focus. And then for me to have some small part in supporting you and getting to be a part of, you know, cheering you along and, and helping you achieve this goal is like exactly why I'm here. I mean, it is like, yeah. I could not like summarize a, this is why we do this moment. Um, you know, even if it's one resource you got from us or one pitch that you converted from a, a execution plan in the pitch lab. I mean, any little help we can give towards you achieving that goal is like the best possible news I could hear. And I'm just so proud of you. Thank you so much. That means a lot. And I, you know, truly appreciate you for the work that you do and just your kindness. Like that really goes a long way. I remember you reaching out to me personally when you found out um, about, you know, what I was going through. Um, with my diagnosis um, and all of that. So I'm just, you know, grateful um, that we are in this space. I'm grateful, you know, for you and, and your experiences as well that help to contribute to Pitch Lab and Agency Accelerator and AA Plus. Like, I'm 
super grateful. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. I'm grateful for you. I'm so happy that you're a part of our community. Um, and I would just love to hear from you. You know, you've been doing this a long time, running your agency, starting essentially from scratch, you know, and figuring it out as you went along and finding the confidence as you've gone along. And I think that is such um incredible experience that even by you sharing that you will help so many aspiring PR pros see that they can do it themselves as, as well. But what other advice would you have to give to an aspiring PR pro? Yeah, I would definitely say, and this is something I always say, but number one, do your research, know the industry, know what's required, know how to do a press release, know how to pitch the media, know how to build a contact list, like those fundamentals, even though we're in the age of social media and social media helps with our job, it's not the end all be all, you still require to do work. And number two, always have faith like in yourself and in your abilities and what you bring to the table. And number three, don't compare your journey to Mm -hmm. anyone else's journey. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so easy to do that, especially on social media. Yeah, Yeah. no. And your journey is going to be different. And there's so much behind the scenes that you're not seeing. You're seeing someone's highlight reel on social and, you know, maybe they're experiencing success after a decade and you think they're an overnight sensation. And there's so much going on that we're not aware of. But um, that's really helpful advice. It seems like you've thought a lot about that. So I appreciate those insights. Like that's very, very helpful. Um, Where can people connect with you if they want to stay connected with you and your agency and keep up with what you're up to? Yeah, absolutely. You can. I love Instagram. So you can connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Lindsay. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. A Walker. W-A-L-K-E-R. So connect with me there. I am DM friendly. You can shoot me a message, a voice note, you know, all of that great stuff. I'd love to stay connected. Oh, I love that. Definitely, definitely connect with Lindsay um, and let her know what you, like what you took away from this episode or how her advice maybe helped you. I know she would probably love to hear that. And it's one of those things that's so easy for you to do and take two seconds to just share with someone who, you know, really gave a lot of insight through their personal journey and let them know how that had an impact on you. Um, I always appreciate when people reach out to me. And I love that you said, leave me a voice memo. I am like, I love the voice memos. It's so quick and easy. I love them, right? Love them. Yeah. It's a great way to connect with people on, on Instagram. Just leave them a quick voice memo. And they're always like, wait a minute you know, you're sending me a DM, like a voice memo. It just, they they go like, oh my God, you know, like, oh, it's you, you know, it just, it means so much. So that's a great way to stay connected. Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on our show and sharing your story. I'm so grateful for you being a part of our programs and our community and just really appreciate you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse podcast. If you're ready to start, grow, and scale a profitable agency all on your own terms, you should consider joining the Agency Accelerator. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. To achieve your big, scary goals and truly live the type of lifestyle you've always wanted, it's time to join the Agency Accelerator. 
Inside this incredible program, you'll learn exactly how to structure your PR agency to fill your pipeline with high paying clients and establish a consistent revenue stream so you can run a business that lights you up and that doesn't run you. This program is built around the exact steps that I took to grow a seven-figure PR agency, Generation PR, and now hundreds of other PR professionals around the world have implemented these techniques and strategies to scale their own agencies too. So this stuff works, you guys. Check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, be sure to tune in next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse.